episode number 137. Hello, hello, you're listening to the Career Changemaker podcast. Having the courage to leave a career that you have worked hard to build and try something else can be tough. So in each episode, we dive into key career change strategies so that you have a clear understanding of what is required to transition into a new role or a new industry without feeling like you have to start at the bottom or have to take a massive pay cut because hashtag ain't nobody got time for that. (laughs) If you are ready for frank and honest discussions about how to become a career change maker, keep listening. I'm your host, lawyer turned career strategist and executive coach Janine Esbrand. Are you eager to get unstuck and figure out what you would actually like to do with your career next? Have you been going around in circles trying to figure it out but getting no further forward? If so, you're going to love today's sponsor, my signature group program, the Career Clarity Academy. Changing career direction can feel overwhelming and daunting, but it doesn't have to be. In my signature program, we give you clear, step-by-step, proven processes for getting completely clear on what it is that you want to do and understanding how you can leverage your existing experience and position yourself to attract and land a dream role. To find out more, head over to lightboxcoaching.com forward slash academy. Hello, hello. I hope you are well. I am jumping on to talk about the fact that career change is not supposed to be easy. Um, And I'm excited to talk about this topic because I think it's needed based on conversations that I've been having with people. I want to talk about this because oftentimes when we have a goal and we are, you know, wanting to move towards doing something, we can be prevented from moving forward because it feels too hard. Uh, And so the topic that we're going to talk about today is why career change is not supposed to be easy. But for right now, I want to talk about the fact that career change is not supposed to be easy because I was speaking to a client, a previous client recently. So a couple of days ago, I uh, reached out. I like to check in with my clients to see how they're getting on after they finish going through the program. And so I reached out to this client and was asking her, how are things going? And what she shared with me blew my mind around, you know, how much progress she was able to make. So I want to share with you kind of the backstory because I think it would be really useful for you to hear and also inspiring. So When we first started working together back in April, one of the things that I get people to do is really start to brainstorm what their ideal kind of role could look like if there were no barriers, if there there weren't any restrictions, if if it wasn't COVID, if there wasn't, you know, people saying that you can't do that or them themselves thinking that they can't do that. Like, what would it be that you would love to do? And this particular client on a coaching call, she just said, like, I'd love to be an author, but I couldn't do that. And like the way that she said it was literally like, I would not be able to do that. So I asked her, why, why couldn't you be an author? And that got her thinking. And she was like, well, what would I write about? And I said, well, we could figure that bit out, but why couldn't you be an author? And so she pondered on that for a little while. And as we went through the program, she went from feeling like 
I could never do that, to deciding that she was going to become an author. So by the end of the program, she had decided she was going to be an author. She had uh, hired a book writing coach and she had spoken to her husband about carving out some time that she could actually do her writing. She's a mother of two, so she's really busy. And so she knew that she needed to carve out time. Otherwise, it wouldn't actually happen. So within the space of 90 days, she went from being like, that would never happen to, oh, I'm actually putting some things in place so that I can make this a reality. And so when I checked in with her a few days ago, she was like, oh yeah, things are going great. By mid-October, I finished the first draft of my book. I was like, what? Say what? And why this is huge is because her mindset, that's a goal that I could never achieve. But she made a decision that actually, no, I can commit to that and I can do it. And she's taken action towards doing that so that by October, she's written the first draft of her book. And so I want to talk to you about what is it that that made my client make that transition? Or what, what is it that allowed her to make that transition? Because look, let's be real about it. How many people have writing a book on their bucket list? It's on my bucket list. I don't know about you, but lots of people have writing a book on their bucket list. Like they say, one day I'd love to write a book, right? It's just like one of those things that you will hopefully get round to. And so the fact that she not only had it on her bucket list, but she turned that into a reality in the space of six months is huge. And so I want to talk about like, what is it that differentiates my client from others who just say, yeah, that's something that I would love to do. And we can fill in the blank with writing a book with anything else that you are desiring to do around your career or the career transition that you want to make. So what is it that makes the difference between people who say they want to do things and then people who say they want to do things and then actually follow through. When we think about it, a lot of the time when we are going through life, when we are looking at making changes, when we are looking at making moves, we sometimes get put off by how hard it seems to be. So when I speak to people who are saying, you know, oh, I want to make a career change and I want to, I want to not just do what I've been doing, but I want to do something completely different. But that really feels too difficult. Like it's going to be too hard for me to be able to land a role. I won't be able to because I don't have enough experience. Like people come up with all of the reasons why they won't be able to. And essentially what they're saying is it's too difficult for them to make that move. But the reality is just because something's difficult doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Just because it's difficult, it doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. Sometimes the most difficult things once conquered are the most rewarding. A lot of the time, the most difficult things once conquered are the most rewarding. So if we are, are only willing to commit to doing things that are easy, are we really going for the things that we really want? If you're only willing to do the things that are easy, are you really growing? Because ultimately, if it's easy for you, that means it's within your it's within your comfort zone or it's in within the area of, you know, what what comes easily or naturally to you. And so if that's where you're operating all of the time, where it's easy, it means you're not really stretching yourself. And if you're not stretching yourself, then you're not growing. So when we are saying, okay, I can't do that because it's too hard, what we're really saying is I'm not committing to growth. I'm not committing to challenging myself. I'm not committing to doing things differently. Because the first time that you do anything, it's going to be hard, right? If you think about a time where you had to learn something new, you had to learn a new skill, you had to learn the, the, the new direction to somewhere, you had to learn anything. The first time that you did it, it was difficult. But the more and more that you did that thing, the easier and easier that it got because you stretched your ability, you adapted, and then you grew. 
And so when it comes to making a move in your career, it's the same principle. Whatever role you're in right now, whatever it is that you're doing in your career right now, I guarantee that on your first day, you were nervous. On your first day, you didn't feel equipped. On your first day, there was an element of imposter syndrome that you felt. But how do you feel now, though? Do you still have those feelings? Do you still feel like you're not equipped? Do you still feel like you're not able? Probably not. And the reason why is because you've been doing it for some time. The reason why is because you have adjusted. The reason why is because you've grown and you've adapted. And so if you've done that before, then you can definitely do that again. If you've done that before in your current role, you can definitely do it again. And so it's not enough to just say, oh, I can't do, I can't make that transition because it's too hard. Whether you're saying it's too hard because of you individually or the skills you feel like you lack, or you're saying it's too hard because of the market that we're in, ultimately, just because it's hard doesn't mean you shouldn't do it. So if you've identified that there's something that you really want to go for or that what you're doing right now is not where you want to be, then instead of saying, oh, should I do it? Should I not? Should I try and take the leap because it's too hard? The question is really like, do I want to pick that version of hard? Because the reality is staying where you are when you're feeling frustrated, undervalued, stressed, like you're not in alignment, like what you're doing right now is not making the impact that you want to make. Staying in that place is also hard. Like it's hard. It's hard to show up every day at work when you're not feeling it. It's hard to show up every day and 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 produce quality work when you're feeling disengaged. Like that is difficult. It's frustrating, right? And then it's also hard for you to figure out what that next move looks like. It's also hard for you to position yourself to attract the type of opportunities that you want. It's also hard to just figure out what that even looks like. But you get to pick your hard. Which one is it going to be? Is it going to be I'm going to stay where I am and experience the hard? And that's going to be an ongoing thing. Or am I going to make a decision that I'm going to try and do something different? And whilst it's hard, it's going to be worth it. So if we think back to my client, she didn't say, you know, I'm not going to try and write my book because it's too hard. She committed to the process despite the fact that it was hard. So when she gave me her update and said, you know, I've I've finished the first draft of of my book, she was saying, I can't believe I've got this far. It's been really challenging, but I've done it. And so when you're making a transition, no one is saying that it's going to be easy. But the question is, is it worth it? Is it worth it? Because I'm pretty sure that she's happy looking back and saying, you know, over the last six months, I committed to writing a book that I never even thought I could even do. And now where she is, she's like, yeah, I've got my first draft. There's work that she still needs to do, but she's got her first draft. And so the commitment that she made to the process is paying off, not only because she has a book in her hand, but also because of the person that she has become in the process. So the fact that she committed to this means that she's no longer the person who just kind of dismisses what she's capable of. She now has evidence that if she puts her mind to something, she can absolutely do it. So when you when you're pushing yourself outside of your comfort zone, it isn't just about the result. The result is fantastic. What you're going to get on the other side is brilliant. But who you become in the process is even more amazing because what you then end up doing is you shift your frame of reference. So the next time that something comes up where you're like, oh, could I even do this? It's going to be less about, oh, no, I I don't believe in myself or I'm not confident. It's going to be more like, well, I've done it before recently and so I can do it again. And so I want to encourage you to not just dismiss things because it's hard and just recognize when you do hard things, 
when you do hard things, you get good at doing hard things. And so you can do harder things and achieve bigger and grander goals and really go for what it is that you want. I was doing a talk the other day and I was sharing the fact that for me, when it comes to taking risk and doing things differently, I've exercised that muscle over the course of my career. So when I was just finishing university, I decided to go to New York for a year. I lived in New York for a year. I did an inter- a legal internship there. And that whole process of leaving my family, my friends and traveling 3000 miles across the ocean to live in New York City, it was tough. It was tough. I remember crying at the airport and thinking, what am I doing? And it was really difficult. But the process led to one of the best experiences of my life. And when I came back from that, I was so much more open to trying new things and living in different places and doing things that I hadn't done before because I had that experience. Because I came out of the other side and I realized how much I had grown, I was willing and open to doing more things like that. So when the opportunity a few years later came up to go on a mission trip to Africa, um, to East Africa, I was like, yeah, go for it. I'm going to do it. And again, that was a great experience. But had I not gone to New York, I don't know if I would have gone on this mission trip. And the mission trip was literally the game changer for my career and the trajectory of my career because it changed my perspective about what I wanted. So I'm sharing that with you to say that taking steps now, whatever it is you're considering doing, taking steps now is going to impact what happens later on down the line for you and your career and the decisions that you make and the opportunities that are open to you. So I want to encourage you, if you are thinking about, yeah, like taking the plunge, making a move, transitioning right now, or maybe you feel like you have to because of the landscape and because of what's going on, then do it do it. And it is when I say do it, I'm not just saying, okay, just hand in your notice and jump ship. No, we're not talking about that. We're talking about being strategic, intentional, creating a plan, understanding what your plan looks like, why you have the plan in place in the first place, and then executing on that plan. And that's really what what I work with clients on in my program. So in my 90 day coaching program, it isn't about just saying, okay, you want to do a career change. Let's just pick something and jump and go. It's about saying, okay, what do you want to do? And why do you want to do it? So I'm not just saying to people, okay, just pick something. The program is designed to walk you through a process of understanding how do I even figure out what that looks like? How do I know that the decision that I'm making is the right decision? So it's not just make a decision. It's let's walk you through a step-by-step process so that when you make your decision, you know that it's the right one so that you have identified what is right for you personally, rather than relying on, you know, this is what I should do. You know, this is what people like me do. This is what people who are lawyers do. This is what people who are accountants do. This is what people who are marketing executives do. Instead of that, we're really drilling down into like, who are you? Who are you? What is important to you right now in this season of life? And then how do we take that and make sure that you are aligning your next position to what it is you want to achieve and who it is you are and how it is you want to be showing up on a day-to-day basis? So we spend a lot of time there. And I think that's what differentiates what we do with maybe going and just hiring a CV writer or going and just having someone just tell you, okay, what, what's the job search strategy? What should I do? Because you can have the strategy and we cover the strategy. If you're not really clear on that first part about what you want, why you want it and how it's going to impact your life, it can be really hard to execute a strategy that results in a role that you're happy with in 
six months time or in 12 months time. So we start in this place. And then once you're clear on what it is you want to do, then we dive into the strategy and share with you the proven frameworks and the strategies that are worth to land roles. So if that piques your interest, and if you're someone who has been thinking about making a career change for some time, and your question has been, if not this, what else would I do? Or, okay, but if I do want to make a change, how do I even start? If those are the types of questions that you've been asking yourself or that have been playing around in your mind, then I encourage you to book a call with me. I just feel like there's a lot of people who are just like, yeah, I I do want to make a career change um, and I'm not happy where I am or I know that my job might be at risk and I do need to do something about it, but I don't know what to do. And then they stop there. It's like, if you don't know what to do, let's figure out what you should be doing. Let's not just stop there and just say, well, it's just too hard to figure out. So I'm just going to park it because the reality of is you're going to have to revisit that conversation. And if you're just parking it all the time and saying, I'll come back to it, you're not making any progress. And I want you to be like my client who made amazing progress. It's just important because the time that you spend at work needs to be time well spent. It's a lot of time. (laughs) Okay. Um, Not about just jumping before you've thought things through. The people that I work with, the clients that I have the pleasure of getting to know and supporting are amazing, high achieving women. So these are people who have spent a lot of time studying, who have invested a lot of energy in getting to where it is in their career. So we're not about just saying, oh, just throw away everything that you've done before and let's do this other thing. It's more about identifying, okay, where do I want to go? And then how do I leverage my existing experience? Because all that you've done, all that you've gained the impact that you've made already is not wasted. Like you have all of that and you bring that with you. And if you're able to articulate how that previous experience is going to be relevant for the role that you move into, then you don't have to worry so much about, oh, I need to start at the bottom. I'm moving into something different. So I need to start at the bottom. No, because when you understand what value you bring and you understand how that relates to the type of role that you're moving into and you're able to articulate that, then you are viewed as an asset moving into a new role or a new industry. So you just need to know how to position it. And you can't do that if you're dismissing, you know, what you've done in the past and you're, you're think, you're, you're kind of feeling like, or you're thinking that I need to draw a line in the sand. And that was my previous life. And this is my new life. No, it's not like that. It's about using everything that you have so that you can move forward and you can move forward in a way that allows you to have the impact that you want to have in your career and allows you to feel fulfilled in the work that you're doing as you're showing up on a day-to-day basis and allows you to be compensated accordingly. Like you have worked too hard to get to where you are to then say, oh, I have to start at the bottom and I need to take a massive pay cut. It may be necessary depending on which industry you want to move into, but it's not like compulsory. And a lot of people will equate, you know, I'm making a career change. So that means I'm going to have to take a pay cut. Not always, not always. So there's ways that you, you know, you can position yourself and make sure that you know how to negotiate correctly. So that doesn't have to be the case for you. Okay. So I'm going to hop off now. All right. I will see you very, very soon. Bye. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Career Changemaker podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would love for you to let me know what your biggest takeaway has been. So head over to Instagram, tag me at Career Changemaker and let me know your thoughts. What did you like most about today's episode? I look forward to hearing from you. Until next time, keep working towards your career goals and we will speak very, very soon.